0: This episode of the Golf Gamer Podcast on the Sports Gamer Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com SGP. And don't forget to go download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, D to the betting and prop show. It's your boy Boston Capper with the God of Golf Steve Shermer. We've got a special guest tonight, Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo Sportsbook. Pamela, how are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How mm-hmm. are you guys?
0: You're good, man. It's uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a quite the different week from what we experienced last week in that uh, in the in the birdie barrage. Why well, you I'm don't getting- love
1: thirty under winning? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I think I'm kind of like becoming Brooks Kepco where I only show up for majors. These are the <laughs> only ones that get me excited, <laughs> and like everything in between. Who gets excited for the Byron Nelson? Yeah, I mean, it's to really be, hard to, I mean, to be fair,
0: I talk shit, but I'm sweating Thursdays. I got, I'm back in heavy heavy into DFS. So I'm sweating dumb shit and doing matchups over the weekend. You know, my hockey team's eliminated. So I get the uh, I got, I got the Celts on tonight, but it's a uh, no, no Har- no Horford, no smart. So, uh, Full focus on uh, on the PGA tonight. Yeah, and I think we've
2: established that you love these birdie fests. You always seem to catch something big, like That's Byron it. Nelson yep. or like Amex or something like that. You are king of the dumpster diving tournament.
0: That's right, baby. Let's go. I don't <laughs> care.
2: Find your All niche right. and stick with it. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, why don't we just get right into it? Let's talk about an actual tournament, actual players. So, um, Pamela, so I remember back at the Masters, I think we talked about it, and I think we both worried about how Scotty Sheffield was just awesome coming in and we're like oh can it really continues you're really gonna win and then we all had egg in our face when you have just winning so are you gonna fall for that (laughs) again
1: are you oh man it is super freaking hard to like wanna so okay first off he's top five in strokes gain approach and he's second in strokes gain around the green Isn't that the exact combination for what you want at a course like this where you can be good off the tee, but you have to have a really good iron shot because these greens are so small, Um, they can run off, and you can end up in the the bunker. He's really really good with scrambling. He fits the mold and could do, do well again. Now, I had to research this because I didn't know, but I'm familiar a lot more with tennis, and I know that somebody like Novak Djokovic, who's the world number one, He can win every tournament in a season because he's the best tennis player out there. It happened. He won like 15 tournaments back in 2015 or something like that. He won like an absurd amount. So I looked at the PGA and I was thinking, who is the last player to just like go on an absolute tear? And the last recent player was Tiger Woods. He won eight and then he won eight in 2006 and then he won nine in 2000. Are we comparing <laughs> Scotty after to Tiger Woods? Have we reached that level if he wins this tournament? Is it time
0: no absolutely no absolutely <laughs> not I mean it it is crazy, right? And if you think about it, like we don't we don't look back uh, we don't look back on Tiger's run and think about all the other great guys around him. Like what Scotty's doing is incredible. If you think about the talent that's around him, like the young golfers yeah. and even the older golfers now, like who are in their young in their young thirties, uh, no, he's not. It, it, it's like the conversation with like Brady, right? Like, listen, you're not even close yet. Like, don't 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 speak his name when you're talking about another quarterback. You got a long way to go. Same thing with Jordan, like. Like fuck off with that shit! Like no, no, absolutely not. But yeah, it
1: is feel- possible. It is still possible that he wins this tournament. It is possible, and he's halfway there. <laughs> it's true. It's great. Yeah, he's halfway to the eight.
2: I-, I feel like we've had that combo over the years about like, oh, is this the new Tiger? Like when Brooks ran off uh, two straight majors in 2018, and then one in 2019. Oh, is he the new Tiger? Spieth in 2015.
0: If he wins this week, though, Oof, boy, it's. It's hard to ignore. I'm just going to stop betting outrights is what's going to happen. <laughs> i just well. not betting outrights anymore. That's it. I mean, he just going to be like heart.
2: seven to one, like at the U.S. Open, probably, if he just has be. what, five of eight? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, like yeah. I, I will legit stop betting outrights if that happens, just for the year. No, he like, no won't. His style, don't, don't.
1: his style fits the mold. His number, I don't like it. I, myself, am not getting involved because just logically, it seems so hard to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of other players that can contend here. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I personally, I'm not going to be betting Shuffler, but I would I wouldn't hate it if he won. It would be a really great story. It's going to get the attention of a lot of the young, younger kids out there. And who doesn't want more eyeballs to the sport that we love? So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be all for it as a fan. I would not be into it. As a bettor. <laughs> yeah,
0: I would absolutely not be into it because I would make no money on my outrights. So yep. and probably no money in DraftKings either. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. All right.
2: All right, so I mean we already talked about Tiger and I think we just have to have the obligatory Tiger talk. So at the Masters and I was there by the way and I you know I saw him limp around and go up and down the hills and just look absolutely just gas by the end of Saturday. So this one it seems like it's going to be a more grueling test as far as just you have thicker rough and it's going to be firmer greens and it's going to be hot the first couple of days too and wind as well. You think Tiger can pull some magic kind of like he did uh, the first two days and kind of be lurking around and then, you know, kind of maybe appear on the weekend. Do you think he can tend or do you think he's just going to bomb out immediately and, you know, that's going to be the end of it?
1: I think it's a 50 50. You have an opportunity that we could see the exact same thing play out as the Masters where he made the cut and then he just completely fizzled out or you said it's going to be grueling. I live in Austin and it is hot as hell right now. It's 100 degrees every single day and maybe it's not going to be as hot hitting the triple digit mark in Oklahoma, but it is still freaking humid humid. The humidity is through the roof. You're talking about like 60, 70, 80% humidity and these greens, these fairways are very slopy. It's going to be a grueling walk for him. So now you're having he had he had a lot of difficulty in that first tournament in the Masters. He's going to have difficulty walking this time. This is a less familiar course from him. That's a huge difference here is the Masters. He knows that course like the back of his hand. Southern Hills is not a course that he has played here too often. Sure, he made one back in 2007. This is not the same course. They have done a lot of renovations since. Um, they've taken away some trees. They've added some more hills. There's more bunkers. It's just not the same outlook. Could he contend? Absolutely. But it's just like, it's just that thing of like, if you're trying to be a smart better why are you looking to Tiger to make the cut, miss the cut? It's minus 115 in either direction. All you're doing is paying juice to the book. So <laughs> just stay away. I would either like maybe fade him in a matchup because you know that he has an opportunity to fizzle out in those last few days. Um, but in the mi- make the cut, miss the cut market, I would lay off because you're just paying money to the sportsbooks and that's what they want.
2: See, unfortunately, with those sportsbooks, though, they're getting smart and they're pairing Tiger Woods with uh, bums like Patrick Reed or like Bubba <laughs> or something like that. It's like, <laughs> they oh. know better. <laughs> and Bubba's like, I don't want to lay minus 140 on Bubba. Nope, or no Patrick, shot. Reed yeah. Or something, which he might snap hook like five balls into the creek this week. So, yeah. all right. Well, and then, you know, so it sounds like you got like your general strategy is good iron play, good around the green game. I totally agree. Is there anything else you're kind of looking at as far as like, you know, proximity stats, any trends, like anything else on your radar to kind of help differentiate some of these guys?
1: Well, there was a few videos that I saw on YouTube. I'm very much a visual, so I want to see what the course looks like itself. I myself play golf, so if I look at the hole mm-hmm. from like an aerial view, I can get an idea of what iron shot needs to be hit, what type of shot, what layup that you have, um, some of the Are they going to be hitting from the bunker? What's that look like? The greens, they're pretty, they're pretty slopey. So where, if they run off to, where the difficulty is that, where is that going to be? So I there's a few videos that I saw and I heard a lot of comparisons to Augusta. So I'm using Augusta as kind of like how well have players done at the master's? And then I'm also using bent grass green history because it is like there aren't too many courses out there that have bent grass. And there's a few players who absolutely excel on bent grass. So I'm more so specifically, I don't care if you are good off the tee or if you're a good iron player. I'm more so looking tee to green, definitely around the green because I want to it's almost like a guarantee that you're going to have a few holes, a few shots where you can hit the mark exactly where you want it. But because of the slopes, you're still going to like run off. So I I'm more so looking at around the green, bent grass history, history at Augusta, and then kind of using that as the go-to.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I think that's a great call. Last yep. night at our show, we talked a lot about just comparing Augusta National to players who do well here. My betting card actually looks a lot like what happened at the Masters. So one thing, one last thing. So I think everybody's kind of getting thrown into a loop with this weather forecast. Has that mm-hmm. changed a little bit at all as far as like how you structure your betting card or you're just going to kind of go with the guys you like?
1: I think you have to kind of go with the guys you like because you've heard stories of like Matthew Fitzpatrick. He's so good in the wind. Well, there's been a couple of tournaments where it's been windy and he had was a complete crapshoot. So it's windy. I there's no statistical model that says in windy conditions between twenty-five and thirty miles per hour, this player is good. We don't have those statistics. You're using the eyeball test. Well, you know what? I don't watch all four rounds of golf every single weekend. So I'm not keeping track of that. So I'm more so just sticking to the general statistics of are you good with your iron shot? And I'm more so less inclined, if it is gonna be windy. I really don't want somebody who is only a good short game player because short game can come and go. But if you're a good iron player, that's more than likely going to stick week after week. I
0: feel attacked by watching four rounds of golf over the weekend. I don't know why you're attacking me. <laughs> I got tennis. <laughs> I don't
2: know, I feel I feel attacked because I'm the Matthew Fitzpatrick stand on this show. Oh, and, that know, was, I that just
1: got thrown oh. under
0: a bus there. Yeah, it's, it's a amazing. beautiful it's a beautiful thing. I, I very much you appreciate hear it, that. Yeah. You hear
1: it all the time though, that Matthew yeah, Fitzpatrick is so good and he absolutely is. But on I the mean, European tour, he's good. On the European oh, tour. And then it. if you see it, but aside from that, like Every can every wind condition is so different. Like it can be windy, but it's also like sixty miles, sixty uh, degrees outside. You can be windy, and it's eighty percent humidity and touching ninety five. Those are two very different scenarios. So you can't really equate wind to wind in every given any given tournament. And it's still bent grass surfaces. Uh, what was the other one? Was it Bermuda? Was it uh Palom? So all of that makes adds into the effects. It all matters. So I don't ever really just generalize. It's windy. OK, I like it.
2: So, all right. Why don't we take our first break and then we'll start getting right to it.
0: All right. You guys got to make sure you get down on the win bet. $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you to win up to $200 in free bets. Plus, Winbet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit up to a G. And, of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the wins own build your own bet feature. All users can receive a free $20 $20 free bet when they lose, win, or push a three-leg or longer parlay. Build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynn.com to get started today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
2: Okay. Well, you we right to it. Pamela, let's go over some of your favorite outright bets this week. So what do you got on your card? Who is uh, who do you think is taking the uh, Wanamaker trophy down?
1: I feel this. I just cannot wait till he misses the cut because that's just usually how it works out. Right. Um, I am so convinced that Rory McElroy is winning this week. I love it. I rarely bet outrights. I bet Rory this week. Um, He is absolutely fantastic on bent grass surfaces. He's won three tour titles on bent grass greens in his last 28 rounds. He's third in strokes gained off the tee. He's third in strokes gained around the green. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Somebody who's good from tee to green. He's top five in strokes gained putting on bent grass in the last two seasons. Um, And the last one was the CJ Cup, which is another long ass course. And he's doing pretty well in 2022. And people maybe are overlooking him because he's only played in six events. But in those six events, he has four top 20s, three top 10s and back-to-back top fives, including at the Masters, which, what have we been comparing this to? Augusta. So, I mean, he's gained a lot of strokes, 14 and 11 strokes total um, in both those events. He's gaining eight strokes ball striking in back-to-back events. I am so convinced that Rory is winning, but if he doesn't, I'm also (laughs) backing Colin Morikawa. Um, I'm I'm in love. You said it earlier, and I'm going to use what you said, that your card looks a lot like Augusta's, like like the Masters, I feel like I copied and pasted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: And that's pretty much what it, what happened. I was so convinced at the Masters that Morikawa was going to do well because I read an interview where he said, you know what, I was told to do a fade and or whatever it was that he was doing. I was told to do this. Instead, I did that, and it didn't work out, so I'm just going to play my game. And what ended up happening, he finished uh, top five. Now – I feel confident that he's going to come in with the same game plan. Um, You're getting 22 to 1 odds on him. He's top 10 in strokes gain, tee to green. He's top 20 in strokes gain total. He's one of the best players when it comes to par 5 scoring, par 4 scoring. He's just a really great player with his ball striking. And I know that his scrambling is a complete crapshoot. And what we talked about, you have to be good around the greens. That's not necessarily him. Yet he still has two majors under his belt, the 2020 PGA Championship and the 2021 The Open. So his ball striking is there. He 100% can win this tournament.
2: Absolutely. You need to make a really compelling case for Mark Howe. And like, I'll expand on the, more, the around the green game uh, a bit because I looked at that as well. And I mean, on paper, it looks trash. But some of his better performances around the green come in really difficult golf courses, like Ed Augustin actually gained a bunch of strokes around mm-hmm. the green in his fifth place finish. Uh, he gained strokes at Riviera which is a very difficult golf course to get up and down at WGC concession. They won last year. That has a lot of type remedialized runoffs won that too. So, yeah, you know, I, I think Morikawa can definitely get it done, even if the numbers don't say it, it say so. Maybe at some of these more difficult conditions. He kind of bears down and, you know, and gets the job done. So, yeah, I, I think those are two great calls. Capper, uh, what about you?
0: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I love Cantley. And so I'm <laughs> going to die on this fucking hill. I know he sucks at Augusta, but I don't care. I mean, we are <laughs> we are we are 5 months removed if that from him being the best player on tour. Stud iron player wins all his tournaments on best grass on bank grass. He's one of the best bank grass putters around over the last 50 rounds. He's eighth in around the green. He's rounding into form, right? He won. He, he didn't carry Xander, but he definitely made more shots than Xander in the Zerk, mm-hmm. And uh, he came in. He, he lost in a playoff where he lost a shot, shot, uh, half a stroke around the green to Magic Bean Spieth. And, I mean, he's just a stud. He doesn't typically lose shots around the green. The last time he lost it was back in January at the Amex and, and at the BMW, and he still fucking won because his putter is so hot. And it, Is the BMW when he took our money on Byron or yeah. Bryson? Yes, unfortunately. Why do you keep referencing that? That gets me PTSD, buddy. Yeah, me too. (laughs) That's why I can't remember it, because it's buried. Um, But listen, I love Cantlay, and like I said, man, uh, he is a stone-cold fucking killer. Like, when you have money on somebody who he is chasing down, You know, damn, you are not comfortable until the whole tournament's over. And most of the time, you lose because he comes back and and gets you. Um, So I love Cantley here. He's a great iron player, great around the green. And his major record blows. So he needs to show up. And at 25 to (laughs) 1, 25 to 1, I'm going to take that. Um, I'll let you talk about Decky because I know we're both on him. Um, But I also grabbed Speed. I don't know what the number's at now. I grabbed it on the weekend. Um, I got it at 25. I've seen it as low as like 14, which I probably wouldn't bet. Mm. I definitely, I actually definitely wouldn't bet. Um, But I got him at 25 because when you think of this course, everything that you said, Augusta, around the green, bunker play, putting, like that's Jordan. Like it is. He's just, he's too perfect for this. I know we talked about this with Andy. Like it just seems too good to be fucking true. And I grabbed it at 25. I have no regrets. Um, I wouldn't bet it at 14. Uh, I like the number I have on him. I like that. Uh, I'm on deck. I'll let Steve talk about him. Uh, you want to talk about Berger, too, since you talked me into him last night? I
2: you can talk about Berger, and I'll expand on him if you need. Yeah,
0: what. that's fine. So so Berger's another guy, right, who's sneaky good. Like, uh, like he's just sneaky good around the greens. Like, I didn't know he was that good around the greens when I delved into it. From when he's scrambling from 30 yards and in, he's the best player in this field. The best player in this field. And if we're talking about not being able to hold greens, if everybody's going to miss half the greens and we're going to get, you know, 20, 30 yard runoffs, I want somebody who's going to be able to chip it and not have it run back down to their feet as you mentioned last night, like Sam Burns did. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, Berger is, I looked for a reason not to play him just because I haven't seen him in a little while, but I was super high on him to begin the season, right? I was like, I called for him to win a major at the beginning of the, before the, before the season started. So um, yeah, man, sneaky. He's not a sneaky good iron player. He's a great fucking iron player. He puts well on bent um, and he's a great scrambler, man. He's a really good bunker player too. And if we're gonna have all these bunkers protecting it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down with burger. And I also got Coke Rack at one twenty-five to one for my bomb.
1: Okay. All right. oh, I like Coke. I'm so happy that you said Coke Rack because I was like, do I should nah, I should, but I'm not. Oh, but I want to. But I'm okay. I'm gonna lay off. Now I'm gonna fire yeah. just because.
0: Yeah. So what's what's silly is is so like I I was always a Coke Rack guy, right? And but any course with a bunker, I would just fucking write him off because he was so bad. Out of the bunkers, just I mean, atrociously bad. Like weekend handicap had six beers trying to get out of the bunker on sixteen, and and all of a sudden, he's really good out of the bunkers, and he's really good. He's top, I think he was he sixth in this field. Steve out of the sand is I think he's ninth on the PGA tour. Yeah, and yeah. in this field, I think he's sixth, and he's really improved that portion of his game. And Steve mentioned it last night. He used to be a shitty fucking putter, and all of a sudden, and then he went and worked on his putting, and now he's a good putter. And in the narrative flying around with the lip stuff, like whatever, man. He what he t fifteen is his debut in the Masters. Played good last week. Give me coke racket one twenty five to one. And obviously he's my favorite Texan. And uh, so I, it's the joke, man. That was the I first know, one. I know. The because um, to me he looks like a Texan. Am I wrong about that, Pamela?
1: No, he's spot on. See? See? <laughs> he looks
0: just like it. Throw a bolo so on like that dude, and we're good different. to go. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um so yeah. So I like Ko Crack at one twenty five to one. So I'll okay. let you I'll let you expand on burger and go down your head.
2: Well, cause here's the thing, Capra, it's, it's not nice to lie to our guests because the real reason why you're betting Ko Crack is because I bet Code Crack and you have extreme FOMO. That's so it. yeah. So and now so, I have
1: FOMO. So I'm I literally just click by I'm done. Mm-hmm. So now not.
2: So have you know what? Why don't I start with Ko Crack? One twenty five to one, leave <laughs> Let's do cards. it. let around the topic. So to expand on what Capra said, yes, the bunker play has definitely improved. Um one of the things I noticed, too, is that whenever you got on, there's been a handful of majors with Bermuda grass tee to green. And, you know, the, the bank grass greens is one thing. But what I noticed is that those type of leaderboards, because I feel like the Bermuda grass is pretty tough to hit out of, especially with how tricky some of these green complexes are, you know, th- those leaderboards actually had a lot of guys who hit a lot of fairways. So I thought that it was a little bit undervalued this week. And Crack actually has a great combination for a guy as long as he is. Hits a lot of fairways i think that's going to be pretty important this week too along with the scrambling so that fit for me but i look at some of the places he's won and there was a lot of difficult places uh, difficult uh, around the green uh, type tournaments like Memorial Park had shaved down Bermuda and some you know runoff areas. He won that. Shadow Creek also had some difficult around the green areas. He won that. He also won Colonial, which is a Perry Maxwell golf course. That's what this is, too, before Gilhans renovated it. So, you know, there's some golf course fits or some stat fits. So 125 to one. That's one. Of, I, I love that bet, um, unfortunately, is um he's on the wrong side of the draw with the weather but you know what we
0: that's don't fine. know how that's going to
2: shake out yet we have we'll no see.
1: idea yeah exactly it's tuesday we'll see. Mm-hmm.
2: okay so let's go back to the top of my card so originally and and i was talking about draw. i i did actually make an adjustment because of the weather and the reason why is this the guy i did like is on the wrong side and i feel like it's i feel like i'm gonna get a better number into the weekend if I want to go back to him. So the, I was originally on Kyle Morikawa for all the reasons you said, Pamela. You know, I, I thought about that quote about because actually people are talking about Southern Hills, that it's a draw golf course. And it and right in my mind there, I was like, well, you know, Morikawa went to Augusta. That's a te- quote unquote draw golf course. And he didn't care. And he finished fifth. So I thought he could go to this place. But because he's on the wrong side of the tee time, I feel like at some point I might be able to either get that number. If he's in contention or maybe a little better, so I pivoted because I was able to cash out on that to Rory McElroy, another guy I love this week for again all the reasons you said. He's been great, great at Augusta, excellent around the greens. I don't need to rehash what you said. I just co-signed it. So Rory McIlroy, I got him a little bit in Oz, but odds, was twenty-one to one before the odds cratered. everybody slammed Rory because of the after the tea times came down. So I feel pretty good about that. Um, I went into last week at the Byron Nelson just I didn't care what Xander did I it was a birdie fest really what happened last week didn't matter all that much to me I just saw all the cops who go to Augusta National he had been hitting it pretty well you know coming in um you know I just I, I thought he was gonna be a really good golf course fit and they went out and did well at the Byron Nelson so uh, I had already gotten in at 29 to one on him. And I just think that, you know, just based on, you know, loves bank grass, greens, solid all around, good scrambler, I think that's going to work too. Uh, I got into Decky 40 to 1 before he. Crater or the odds cratered because of what happened to Byron Nelson. But again, you got the Augusta National comps really good on typical golf courses. Hitting his irons really well, a great scrambler too. You know, just checking a lot of boxes. Hits a bunch of fairways like one of those like length and accuracy guys. He also almost won Quail Hollow back in 2017 that featured Bermuda fairways and rough as well. So I know he can handle a PGA Championship setup with those rough and fairways conditions. So I like that. Uh, Daniel Berger, you did a great job explaining that. He also won Colonial, and that's, you know, again, you have an architecture comp as well. He has a T10 at Augusta as well. Great iron player. Good scrambler, too, so I like him. And then Tony Fino, 80-1. to It really was just a numbers play. Again, though, really good at Augusta National. One of the things that concerned me, uh, I remember actually at the Masters when we talked to you, was his around-the-green game was really bad. Well, the last two tournaments, he's actually gained around the green, so maybe that's coming back a little bit. I know that at, the, at uh, TBC Potomac, he lost strokes with his irons, but the weather was so crappy and just like that could have been as easy as just like, all right, he had a bad lie. Or maybe there was just water on the club face and just, you know, I, I'm willing to kind of forgive that because his overall long term trends of the ball. strike has been pretty good. And at 80 to one for a guy who's been just in the mix a lot in majors. I liked it. So that's my card. Um, just those six guys. And then, you know, we'll see how the weekend kind of progresses after that.
0: Love it. So we're all kind yeah. of on the same page.
1: Well, I'm kind of, I was interested for a split second on Hideki Matsuyama as well. But what kept me off of him was this is a long ass course. And if you're Mm. playing into the wind, that's going to be an even longer course. Hideki on courses that are over 7,500 yards. He doesn't, he only has less than a handful of top 20 finishes. One of which was at the Masters where he took 14th. But that was his first time other than century this year. Those are his first two top 20 finishes since 2019 in courses of 7,500 yards or more. That is literally the only reason why I backed off because long courses and him, for whatever reason, he gets outside of the top 20.
0: So let me let me give you this to chew on. Right. So a lot of the adage is going to come from these brutal par fives Mm -hmm. and the brutal par threes. right? Right. And so. All, what was the stat, Andy? How many of these, uh, Andy? What, what did Andy Jesus, say? What, no, what, did, what did Andy say about the uh, about the par fours? How many? How short are they? Uh, I think most of them are under 450 yards. Over so, 450, yeah. so it's going to be a wedge in on a majority of these holes. Right? Well, not a not a wedge, but not a wedge, yeah.
2: Okay. More like a mid iron. Like
0: sh- yeah. Short to mid iron on some of these holes. Uh, okay, fine. short, short to wedge on a bunch of these. And so I don't think it's gonna play as long as we think it's going to play, right? And even mm-hmm. the, even with the wind. And I don't know. And I've seen Decky put uh, what a five wood two ten, three feet from the pin in the wind with his nice thing. I love Decky this week. I do. Uh, I like I absolutely love Decky this week. and okay. I don't I just don't think it's gonna play as long uh, because a lot of that yardage gets gained from a certain amount of holes, right? And that expands out it makes it look like the whole card.
2: Yeah. I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, I think
0: we're all taking guesses about how this golf course, course. play. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, so. <laughs> all right. we we could have those tornado wins on Friday morning and uh, they can let the guys go off and everybody who goes off in the A.M. is completely dead. Exactly. Yeah. So.
2: All right. Well, I move on to the matchup. So, Pamela, why don't you go first? What's your uh, first matchup that you love this week?
1: I was so excited to say this one because I'm going against Lee. Um, oh, no. Cam, Love Cam it. Smith as an underdog, plus one ten to Patrick Cantlay. And for exact reasons that you, you even mentioned it yourself, he's terrible in these majors. In his last 16 majors, he has only five top 20s, which is good. That's a third of the that's a third of the way. <laughs> but he's not winning any of these. I'm going right. to take Kem Smith, who is the better iron player and he's the better putter and he's good regardless. He's a great putter but he's still just as great on bent grass surfaces. I trust Cam Smith in major tournaments for whatever reason. That short game... He just has the perfect combination. We're talking about Scottie Shuffler being great iron play, great around the green. He absolutely can't win again because it's so hard to. Well, he can. And so can Cam Smith. Like, he already has a couple of wins this season as well. And he's fully capable. I think he is a smart player. I think that he is a patient player. And Patrick Cantlay, I don't know. He's just one of those players that's like, he's good for, like, crappy fields. But when he gets to, like, tough fields, these major events. He won
0: the, he won the goddamn PGA his, Championship last I, year.
1: I <laughs> 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 Love
2: it. You are driving a wooden stake into Capper's boy this week with his favorite <laughs> player. By the way, you you know what? What? Cam, Cam, S- Smith. Cam
0: Smith is my favorite player. Like I don't hate it at all, and and he is my FOMO bet. Like I can't believe I didn't bet him. Like I, it's, I, and I, no I, one's talking about him. How is no one talking I, about
1: Cam Smith? I week? did. He's my. Uh, he, I said I was gonna say four players to win as an outright, and he was my third <laughs> that I, I forgot. Oh, I only mentioned that. I only mentioned two of the four, but it was Will Zalatoris and Cam Smith. Those are the four players that I like to potentially win this week. Um, and yeah, it's because I trust Cam Smith. Give me a tough field. Give me a tough course. Give me a course that requires a short game. I'm a hundred percent without doubt, without even just like auto click whatever the number is backing Cam Smith.
0: Yeah. And so he's he's definitely my fomo bet, and I only got five. And I know I have two guys under thirty, but I'll I will not be happy with myself if Cam Smith wins. <laughs> I know, and I don't bet him. And it's crazy because like we we were on the DFS show last night. We didn't even fucking talk about him. No one's talking about him, and I'm like, why is no one talking about? Him? Like, why I like uh, like I'm
1: hearing it. I'm actually hearing people that I don't like Cam Smith this week. Why? If you yeah, like Scotty, if you like Scotty Shuffler, why do you not like Cam Smith? <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, no, I hundred percent. Listen, I don't even hate that play, especially you getting plus money on it. Like, yes, listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I, listen, I dug, I dug, uh, I dug my heels in on Cantlay because uh, we had to do, uh, do a a player off, like one guy we like and one guy, the other guy took the other side of. And when I dig my heels in, I dig my heels in, so I'm ride and die with Cantley this week, but uh, <laughs> I might, I might have to, uh, I might have to partake in, in Smith.
2: Yeah, so, and I made this weird agronomy take about Cantley that I think didn't, you know, probably rubbed you the wrong way too. So yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let me go with my first matchup. So. You know, kind of the theme of what I'm looking for this week is, uh, you know, just really quality ball strikers, success at Augusta National. I feel like, you know, just with how some of these fairways are kind of sloped and how with the Bermuda Rough, I want a guy who's going to be hitting off some fairways a whole lot. Um, so I really like Corey Connors this week. Uh, I got minus one ten over Sam Burns. Again, really good success at Augusta National. Great ball striking, and the around the green game is actually trending up with him. He, that used to be a big weakness. He's actually net positive now. It's actually been pretty good out of bunkers this year too. Maybe kind of like a co-crack. That's something he's been improving on. Maybe that's why we're seeing more consistent performance. So uh, unfortunately, it's the wrong side of the tee times. I think Burns is in the morning on Thursday. Connors is in the afternoon. But you know what? We'll see. Money's gone. Connors minus one. 10 over sam burns so capper what about you well
0: that was gonna be my first one uh so i'll move on to my second one uh yeah. i'm taking my boy keegan over answer and i'm paying some juice for it i'm paying minus 135 for it this is yeah. not a course for answer period end of story it's not like yeah. and we don't even know i mean he still he still looks what, somewhat injured right like answer I know, he's man. got an injury yeah I didn't know this. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so and, and you want to talk? And you want to talk about somebody who is great with his irons, long or short, can't putt worth a shit, but he's actually good around the greens. Like, give me Keegan, man. Like he's gonna be in the fairway, giving himself a look at the greens. And if he rolls off, I trust him chipping it in before I trust him putting it in. Even though he gained like what, what did he gain? Eight strokes, ten strokes putting when he, he choked when he choked it away to fucking home to rip my heart out but you know, um,
2: yeah well the counter argument to that is he actually lost jokes with his iron so maybe that flip flops
0: Either way, he doesn't win, but he beats fucking answer, right? Like this is like he beats answer. An- this is not an answer course. It, it, he's he's too short, and it, yeah, I just don't I don't trust answer at all. Like especially uh, he's the one who. Uh, well, he's yeah,
2: awful. He, he's awful around the green. Yeah, he's say, like he's, he's hobbling.
0: Bad. He's bad, bad, bad around the green, and I'll eat the juice from my boy Keegan. And uh, yeah, I love Keegan this week, man. It would be super sweet if he won another PGA. I'd be, and I wouldn't have any. I wouldn't have a dime on him and win it outright, and I would still be fucking happy. Okay, all right, Pamela. What's your second matchup?
1: Um, I'm going to stick with the players that I like to out for outrights, and I'm going against the grain. A lot of people are in love with Justin Thomas. Me, not so much. I'm taking Rory McIlroy over Justin Thomas. Um, if I'm talking about around the greens, there's nobody better right now than Rory. He's more consistent. Justin Thomas is absolutely great. JT is great, but one week he has his irons off. The other week he's off off the tee. The next time he's off around the greens, like he cannot find a consistent solid game. And I'm not going to play the guessing game as to what's going to be working and what's not going to be working this week. I'm going to stick with the better player that is greater on the greens that is ready to come into this. He coming into this with some really great form worry over JT. That's my play. Love it. All
2: right. So my next one is uh, I try targeting guys who just, you know, I, I don't think this bomber narrative is, I, I've heard some, you know, some people say that that's going to be a thing. I don't think that's going to be a thing. I think, you know, if you're struggling off the tee, either, you know, you just losing strokes, okay. you're inaccurate and you don't have the scrambling to kind of back it up. I think you're going to have trouble. You know, Adam Scott kind of fits that. He's been struggling pretty bad for the last, you know, couple tournaments. Everything's kind of trending down. Tee to green, it's trending down around the Off the tee is trending down. Really poor around the greens too. You know that might be a guy who might be thinking about Saudi Arabia coming up with that big fat paycheck that's going to hit his account. And then I got Billy Mm -hmm. Horschel against him. I like Billy Horschel minus one ten. I know, I know his major record isn't all that stellar, but he's made eleven of fourteen cuts. He won. Uh, he does really well at Colonial. That's a Perry Maxwell, so maybe some cross course uh, comps there. Hits a bunch of fairways. Good scrambler. Good putter too. You know, he's really improved off the tee. I don't think he's going to get in trouble a whole lot. I think he's going to have iron in hand from the fairway into some of these greens. I think that's going to put him to a big edge this week. So I got Billy Horschel minus one ten over Adam Scott.
0: Like it, Yeah. Or what about you? All right, so I'm taking uh, Luke List over Tringali. Uh, so, Luke List. Yeah, I know. I know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, where did he win? Where did he just win? He just won at Tory Primes, right? Tough golf of it, course. I mean, he hasn't done anything since, but okay. N- that's
1: nothing since. Listen, he's made a
0: few cuts. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> fine. And listen, I, I like, I, listen, I like Luke List, okay? And so, I, I saw this and I don't like Tringali at all. Like he's trash around the greens. He's lost. He's lost uh, what one, two, three, four out of his last five around the green in Mexico. Like he 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 lost it off the tee. How do you fucking lose it off the tee in Mexico? Those fairways Mexico. were a football field wide. How do you fucking <laughs> how do you lose strokes off the tee? And sure. uh, like I don't I don't trust him at all. He did fine at the RBC. It's the la- it's the first time he's been screened across across the way, and I don't know. Uh, over nine months. And I think Luke List on a hard golf course where he's he's really long, he's a good iron player and fine, fucking two putt. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it, give me the two putt where, where he misses the birdie, right? And that's what kills you. Well, here, Paul is fine. And I like him on tough golf courses. So, let's fucking go. Give me Luke List. Minus 110 over tree Gali.
1: Okay. I've been jotting them. down the head-to-heads that y'all have been liking. I skipped this one. Because <laughs> yeah, that's that's Lukeless scares me. He's uh, he best. should. He's, He's
0: terrifying. Have you ever had money on Lucas Oh, uh,
1: the... when he did well at the Farmers, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Like and like, yeah, it's the worst.
2: Yeah. Uh, when I, I was at the Masters, I was sitting behind the second green, and I saw in person Lucas miss a birdie putt from three feet, and I'm like, there it is, there it is. <laughs> that's what kills us every single week with that guy, Luke List. Okay, uh, Pamela, what's your third matchup?
1: Um, I'm gonna take Scotty Shuffler. We're talking about him, how this is a good match for him. Maybe he may not win. Maybe he might, but I'm gonna take him at least in a head to head over John Rahm at minus at minus one ten. It's a coin flip according to the books. Um, but Rom, he won Mexico. Who cares? Congratulations. You won a corn fairy event. You should have won. you could you destroyed the J V team. Like you should have. You're a varsity player playing the J V. But I mean he, he his stats looked absolutely great in Mexico, but it was an easy as heck course. His short game struggles, they could come back into play here where short game is really going to matter. And he lost like what? He lost six. It was six events straight where he missed around the green. Um, that And uh, so I'm going to take Scheffler, who has proven that he can handle around the green. So I'll take Scheffler over. Um. Yeah.
2: And I, I think, you know, uh, that was a past power of golf course. And we've seen Hovland win three times on past column and <laughs> yeah. he's a garbage bowl <laughs> so you know what you know I know he gained it uh Mexico take that with a grain of salt so all right so my third matchup uh capper I'm actually using your boy Keegan that's and cold. I'm using him against uh another one of your uh boys and your little crew but I, you've kind of soured on him a little bit lately and uh that's Carol we'll, Hatton oh yeah I'm definitely and on, this us. is just all yeah, based on his comments after the Masters of, you know, just, well, like, I, you know, I went there and I don't feel like good shots are really rewarded. Well, what the hell do you think is going <laughs> to happen when he hits the back. wrong side of a slope and it rolls 40 yards down the hill into a creek or into a bunker? Or he hits the fairway, but it hits the wrong side of a slope and it bounces into the Bermuda. I, I think it's I think he's going to go on tilt this week. Uh, his T-degree number has been trending down for a couple of months. He's negative off the T. Um, he's barely positive with his uh, iron play, and that's trending down. He has a decent scrambler, but even that's kind of trending down, too. You know, and we just talked about with Keegan Bradley, consistent ball striker, hits a lot of fairways, good scrambler, too. Uh, I expect, obviously, he's not going to gain eight strokes putting, again, like he did at Potomac, but I think that iron number is going to come back up, too. So I'll take Keegan a plus 100 over Terrell Hatton love it I all right. So why don't we take a break and then we'll uh, start doing some
0: positionals. All right. Well, listen, if you guys aren't playing Sleeper, you're missing out, man. That's where I have my Dynasty League at. It's a great app and uh, it's the fasti- fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players and you already play it and uh, like I said, so do I. So it's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or- hits in baseball. If you listen to the show, you know what an over-under is. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter in East Contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm so excited about the over-under on Sleeper is the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can play it together. I got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride together or go against them and talk shit. So stop <laughs> to what you're doing and download Sleeper now in their new over under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. There we go. I added that last part in. I hope they're okay with that. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine with that. You know, <laughs> who doesn't love making money? Yeah, I, well, no, not the making money part, the talking shit part.
2: Oh, okay. I'm sure they're fine
0: with that. <laughs> All right,
2: what are we doing? Top tens? So, Pamela, why don't you uh, go first? You got any top 10 bets you like?
1: If I like a player to win, and that's Roy McElroy and Colin Morikawa. And I am 100% backing them to finish in the top 10. And you're getting plus 190 for Rory and plus 225 for Morikawa. So I love those odds. I think those are fair odds for something that is very doable um, for two players that consistently can finish in the top 10 in majors. They perform well. I've already explained in length about these two, but plus one, you're getting almost two to one on both players. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I like those. I'm a sucker for those fucking bets too. I like. Those. Okay. All right.
2: I mean, those were my top tens as well, Morikawa and Rory. I, wow. have, I have confidence in both those guys this week. I don't love that Morikawa is on the wrong side of the draw, but you There's know. No, what?
0: Stop saying the wrong side of
2: the draw. We, we have don't no know idea what the wrong side is. We have, have no exactly. idea. <laughs> Listen, I think he's going to have an opportunity to come back over the weekend. So, yeah, I like right. both mm-hmm. those things. I have nothing else to add. We've talked enough about Morikawa and Rory. So, those are my two top 10 bets, Morikawa and Rory. So, Capper, what about you?
0: Fucking killing me, Steve. The. Sorry. Um, all right, so I found Connors top 10 at plus 510. So wow. over oh. 5 to 1 on my money with Corey Connors. We've already talked about how good of an iron player he is, how he's improved around the green, and him at Augusta, rock fucking solid. Like, yeah. let's go, Corey Connors. Yeah, 5 to 1. I was like, ooh, like instantly, like, let me get some of that. Like, and that was, and it was funny, it was like, and this is no dead heat either. <laughs> let's go. Right, I can't nice. wait to. This
1: course plays nothing like Augusta. I know, right? I <laughs> know <what you laughs> saw. There goes our entire yeah. card. <laughs> Just plays
0: like Harbour Town. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: there you go. Then your can't lay like shots, live, buddy. Mm, All right. Nice. Uh, how about some awesome. top twenties, Pamela? What about you?
1: I'm going with my boy Willie Z. Plus right. 165 for top twenty. He's 35 to one for a win. I was on him last week at the Byron Nelson, but I've always I think that was wrong fit. I'm now understanding that I've always known that Will Zalatoris does really well on long courses, but I'm finding and realizing that he does really well on long, difficult courses. He has first in strokes gained total at the Masters in the last two years with a second place and a sixth place finish. Um, You know what? He missed the cut last week at the Byron, but he still gained three strokes with his iron shots, four strokes ball striking. So that part of his game is solid. He just couldn't putt. But that's also part of this game that we also (laughs) expect. So I'm not surprised by that at all. Um, So but I think that he can finish in the top 20. It's very doable here. It's a difficult course. So I don't think the numbers are going to get low. I think he'll be able to contend. But he has a T7 and a second place finish at the Farmers, a T8 at the 2021 PGA Championship and back to back top 10s in the Masters. So how do you not love him for plus money in a top 20? Okay, love it.
0: Gapper, what about you? So I got a shit ton. So okay. I'll just run through them real quick because we talked oh, about most. Oh, and
1: Kemp Smith. Oh, oh so Kemp I'm, Smith. So, I'm sorry. What'd you get? What no, number did you get on?
0: What right, number did you get, what you get uh, on uh, Smith? Plus
1: 120. It's
0: fucking brutal. I like so that. Fine. Jesus Christ. We, we were fine for okay. That
1: one. <laughs> I would love him for a top 10, but you're giving me plus money, so I'm going to be conservative for a top. Well, yeah, <laughs> why
0: not? Yeah. That's
1: the
2: thing. Take the layup. You know. hmm so, That's what I right. say. All right. All right. What
0: All right. So top 20s. We've already talked about most of these guys. So I got Decky at plus 110. I got Berger at plus two twenty. I got rack at plus three seventy. Mm. I got Luke List at plus five forty. And the two guys who we haven't talked about yet uh, is Tommy Fleetwood, right? This is no. Oh, listen, I've come around on Fleetwood. <laughs> I have. I've I've come around. And last week wasn't the course for him. In tough conditions, in windy conditions, he will play well. He's good around the green. He's fine off the tee. And he puts pretty well on bent grass and at plus 350. Uh, I know uh, Andy and Steve last night were talking about Shinnecock Hills and uh, how this is a good comp course for it. Dude's a fucking stud there, a stud. And if I get bad weather with him at plus 350, give me Fleetwood. And then my bomb in this range, 8 to 1, Lahiri. Lahiri. You, you love that dude. You know why? Because he cashes bets <laughs> for me, Steve. That's why I like him. Okay, dude. He just sixth at the Wells Fargo, fifteenth at Mexican, thirteenth at Bolero, at the Players. Was it windy at the Players? It was, and he came in second. And maybe not when he was playing, but it was windy for some folks. It was always windy, man. I was there. It was windy regardless. Okay, the uh, and dude, he's playing great fucking golf right now. Like one, two, three, four out of his last five, he has a top twenty. Four out of his last five, and I get eight to one on that. And he just had a baby. Baby swag. Wow. There the street. Let's
1: go. <laughs> oh. Strokes gain life. Strokes gain life.
0: Go. Do you know how ha- Steve? You you've had, you got a baby. How happy were you? There was nothing that could knock you off your pedestal after you had your little baby girl,
2: right? Oh, you're, you're totally right. It was it was a joy to have her. But
0: right. uh, I also
2: don't play professional golf and have to get, you know, hit a bunch of shots for a living. I don't know. Maybe it's difficult for these guys. Dude, so,
0: eight to one. Let's fucking go. Lahiri. That's a fucking lock. Let's go.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> All right. Well. I also have Will Zalatoris at the top 20. I got a plus 160, and a lot for the same reasons Pamela just said. Like, listen, I don't care what happened last week. He hit the ball great, didn't putt well. Fine. Missed the cut on the number. Who cares? You know, if he's minus four heading into the weekend here, he's probably leading. So I like Zalatoris. You know, even with his bulky putter, he gained strokes in the Masters. I've seen him gain strokes putting at Torrey Pines. I've seen him gain strokes putting at uh, Riviera. All those are difficult greens to putt on. I have no concerns about as We top twenty here. Uh, now we come to Matthew Fitzpatrick because he holds a place on my betting card. And again, listen, really good at Augusta National. He played, you know, he he played good heading to the weekend. Saturday didn't go great for him, um, but he's hitting the ball great. He's going to hit a lot of fairways. Good scrambler, good putter too. The iron's been, you know, pretty good this year too. Top twenty of him plus one ninety. And then Corey Connor top twenty plus two sixty. Love that price considering mm-hmm. how gray has been, how consistent a ball striker he is, how much he's improved around the green. You know, you got the Augusta National comp, you know, you know, crossover there too. That's how I like that. So, those are my three top 20 bets. Uh, Pam, it. you got any other uh, positionals, like any top 30s or 40s or, or no? Bobby Mack for top go.
1: 40. Um, Robert McIntyre, top 40, you're getting plus 130. Um, I mean, you can't really look at his stats because he plays mostly on the Euro Tour, but you can see his results. And since 2020, he doesn't miss the cut. I mean he doesn't he, he hasn't had a missed oh, cut. No. He does well in majors. He has a T twelve at the twenty twenty one Masters. He took twenty-third in April Masters. He's top twenty in strokes gained on his short game. He just makes the cut in majors, and that's what you want in a player for if you're looking for a top forty, still plus money. He's just consistent. And I don't know what part of his game it is that's good, <laughs> but he, his finish <laughs> but his finishes say a story that he can handle any course any time of the year. So give me some Bobby Mackett for a top forty. I also like Aaron Wise top forty plus one eighty because every time I bet wise to finish in the top twenty, it never works out. Mm-hmm. But if I had bet him to bet if I had bet him to win in the top forty, that would have worked. Yeah. In his last 20 rounds, he's third in strokes gain T to green behind only Rory and JT. On bent grass surfaces, he has four straight top 20 finishes, including a T5 at the CJ Cup. He does well on long, difficult courses, T17 at the 2021 PGA Championship and his last three straight, his last three tournaments that he has played. He has gained strokes around the green. Catapult that into this week, and he can <laughs> easily finish in the top 20, but I'm going to be safe with him and do a top 40. I like
0: okay. it. All right, Capper, you got any? Yeah, so I only got – so this is a brand-new market to me. This is the first time I've ever had access to fucking top 40. So I wasn't – I didn't know how to fucking play it. I was like, do I just take favorites? How much do I bet? Not quite sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, this is new to me. I have no idea. Um, so I got Keegan, minus 120. I don't give a shit. Like, minus 120. I just laid juice with 130. a you know, head to match up. Top 40 for Keegan on this course? All fucking day. Uh, and then I got uh, Sergio Garcia. No respect on this man's name. This guy is a fucking major winner, long and straight, good around the green, can't fucking putt, great bunker player, plus 120, top 40. Let's go. And you if, know he just wants to stick it to fucking Moynihan.
1: If we're talking about how this is a comp course to you, Augusta, he has missed the cut four straight. But what did <laughs> but he do? Before, what did
0: he do before those four straight? Dude, that's
1: <laughs> also one. You're right. There you go. There you go.
0: That's it. <laughs> it's a top 40 bet. And I'm getting plus money on a major <laughs> winner who's actually in really good form. Who's, I think he's got like four or five top 20s in a row. Um, so, yeah, I will uh, – or top 25s in a row. So, yeah, I'll take Sergio at, uh, at plus at 120. The but ensemble- I'm, I'm going to jump on that Bobby Mack one. i got to find it.
2: Yeah, The ensemble Force means the immobile object with Augusta's win – his win at Augusta and the Force. C- That's right. All right. So – Pam, I know you don't like Fleetwood, but I think a top 40 on him, a plus 140 is pretty basement expectations for Fleetwood. And listen, like I I, I thought that was a really good price. I could win with the top 20. I figured plus 140 for just, you know, he's got to be, you know, just finish the top 40. That's fine. Um, kind of like last week, a couple guys I mentioned, I didn't like him last week at the Byron Nelson. I'm not surprised with what happened. It's an easy golf course. And. Fleetwood just doesn't seem to perform as well in some of these birdie fests. Uh, this is going to be a more difficult golf course. I think it's going to fit his game a little better. So it's top 40 to him, plus 140. Pamela, I'm also with you. It seems like we uh, have a lot of crossover betting card. Aaron Wise, top 40, plus 180. Co-signing a lot of things you said. The only thing I think I'll add is I looked at Memorial Park for the Houston Open that has some you know, type of mutual eyes. He's got two top 25s there. So that's a place with some difficult greenside surrounds. I think he can do it here. The ball striking is obviously great. And then uh, Brian Harmon, top 40 plus 210. Uh, I like how he he played really well at Potomac. Uh, He's going to hit a lot of fairways and have a short iron to hand to some of these greens. Good scrambler, good putter. I think he can finish inside the top 40. Good bent grass putter, too. And then Kevin Nott, also a good bent grass putter, hitting his irons really good lately. Great scrambler, great putter, won at Colonial, did really well at August National. Kevin Na top forty plus two forty. Let's go. I love,
1: I love that Kevin Null one. I almost so y'all mentioned players that I like contemplated. Kokrak was one and then Kevin Null was the was the other. I'm like, right. yeah, I kinda, I don't know, I'm scared. Go, it? We'll
0: go we're we'll going with the live live tour narrative. <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and that's isn't right.
1: he going to be one of the players that goes to saudi so yeah, that's a, that's that's a, tour.
0: Tour. a little oh yeah. yeah so this yeah. is the
1: last opportunity that he may have to cash in on some money. that's
2: right <laughs> you know I, I read a story that they might kick greg norman out because he's caused much problem maybe kevin now will take
0: over and actually run the
2: thing so oh, that's mm-hmm. see okay all yeah. right all right we take one more break and then we'll uh go over some last minute stuff on our card
0: all right so listen we're brought to you guys by athletic greens pamela do you use athletic greens you're a bodybuilder i do not Okay. (laughs) And their AG1's worth a shot. Uh, So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than three bucks a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1, better sleep quality and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel plaques on your first per- purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's, All right. That's made for schlubs like me, not for, you know. You should probably
1: cover, right? edit my part out. <laughs>
0: That's OK. No, we're going to keep friends. it all in. No, no, you're I, Listen, I, that was, that was I like nice. to
1: eat. I, I like to eat my food not drink it. So yeah. Yeah,
0: there you go. This is it's literally made for like people who don't take care of themselves like me. Not for you. You like take, you don't need this shit. You're, you're you saw
1: you saw my meal before I started. Yeah, I it was did, pure yeah. vegetable. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right. All right. Let's move on.
2: <laughs> uh, so first round leader bets. Uh, Pamela, what do you got?
1: i'm taking everybody i love first round leader bets ever since you guys like i don't touch first round leader bets and this morning i was like yep 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 yep, yep. <laughs> and i just kind of went haywire with it i'm doing cam smith 35 to 1 oh. Hideki matsuyama 45 to 1 Torres 50 to 1 aaron wise 100 to 1 and i had to throw him in there because i have no idea what to do with him this week jordan spieth 35 to 1 I those are it. the Those are the players that I like, all of them. So here's what, how I did my strategy for first round leader bets. I looked at major events, on just majors, and then on a separate search I did the start of the first round on at the Masters. All of these players had led the field in strokes gained total after round 1 and they may may not have led they may not have uh, finished their first round leader, but they were definitely in, like, the top four, top five. Um, so I'm sticking with all of the players who just start out really hot in both majors and at Augusta.
0: Love it. Alright, excellent. I love it. Love so it. I'm, I'm with you on... Decky at 45, Cam Smith at 35 to one because I had the fumble. I had to get him on my card somewhere. Um, <laughs> I got Speeth at 30. I'm not with you on Will Z. Um and the only other one I have right now is Xander at 35, thinking he carries the momentum of that nuclear weekend he had moving forward. I'm waiting to see what the weather looks like tomorrow, and then I'll add my dude, I do 10 every week. I do not change, and that's what I'm gonna do. And the system works for me. So fuck you and people who don't, not you, but people who think it's not a plus <laughs> EV vet. Uh, listen, it works for me. I don't give a shit. Fuck off. Like, I make money on it. I don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. All right. So, again, I know you guys don't want to hear about T-splits. If it holds right now, as of right now, I haven't made any of these bets, but it looks like AM is going to have the advantage on Thursday. So, my, that's where I focus a lot of them. Yep. Uh Rory McIlroy, 25-1 to to get off to a really fast start. I mean, he did it at Potomac, right? Yep. So, yes, that- I think... Yeah, so I think, you know, at this golf course, you're going to be prime ready to go. So with that, I'm also with you on Xander Capper at 30 to 1. You know, keep the momentum going from that crazy birdie barrage over the weekend. You know, I remember, I think last year he got to a really fast start at the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. You know, that was when he was expected to, like, kind of do well because they had a lot of things that were going yep. for him. So 30 to 1 on Xander. And then I, two guys I picked for a top 40, Kevin non and Brian Harmon, both really good putters. I think they're going to get off to pretty nice starts here. And I think it, the track's going to fit them pretty well. Uh, Kevin Na,
0: 70 to 1, and Brian Harmon, 80 to 1.
1: I always end up spending more money after talking to you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Ah, I love it. And that might be the new tagline to the show. I fucking <laughs> love it. Yeah, Cameron, definitely clip that. <laughs>
2: yeah, that that's our exactly. producer. All right. Um. Well, any other tournament bets? Any like miscut props, scoring props, anything else? So I, we gotta close it out? I did
1: want to get your opinion on one of them. So okay. I had I was looking at the make the cut, miss the cut. And there was one that stood out to me. Um, Brooks Kepka missed the cut at plus 170. I'm not convinced that Ooh. Brooks shows up for majors. Has he in a while? He hasn't really been there. So what he did well in Austin. I'm yeah. not uh, I watched that one and I was like, eh, it's not a big deal. He missed the cut in the last two masters. Ben Grass is his worst putting surface. He has four missed cuts in nine events in 2022. Is he healthy? Is he not? I have no idea. But plus 170. And I know that he does really well in the PGA Championship historically. But this is a brand new course. Like I said, it's his worst putting surface. Am I off the mark here with a missed cut?
2: No, I don't think so. I love it. No, we actually got some intel on our show last night that he was hitting like a 20 handicap on the driving range yesterday. So, yeah, there you go. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, like like uh, there was somebody on the grounds and they said he was hitting like bad golf shots.
1: Yes. So
0: and, a locked, and Steve, you're not on Twitter, but apparently and I wasn't on Twitter very much today, but uh, he apparently locked himself out of the car and was late to something uh, on the grounds <laughs> today. So, oh, so things are off to a great start. Things with. are off to a great so start.
1: He's going to be stressed out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. And
1: fed up and did, I just want to miss the cut and go home. I love it. Okay. All right, I, I think once we get
2: a firmer uh, picture of the weather report, I might have a couple more yeah. miscut props, you know, maybe like try to lean on one side of the draw or something. But the only one I got for right now, uh, poor Ricky Fowler. I mean, it just hasn't gone well for him all this year. Then he had those really bad comments about the Saudi tour. Apparently, he's thinking about going, you know, I don't think. Yeah, what uh, else would you do? I don't, with I don't think Rocket Mortgage or uh, what are stuff? or uh, oh, yeah. Mortgage, far, mortgage farmers i don't mortgage think cup,
0: mortgage companies are the beacon of uh of of good of good thoughts and things steve
2: yeah still i think the saudis are like a little too hot for them anyway so uh you know just from my golf standpoint Hitting the ball really poorly off the tee. Does, it's just been really bad this year. I think that's going to get him in trouble off the jump. He's been scrambling kind of bad uh, lately, too. The putter's been kind of dicey this year as well. Risk, miscount on Ricky Fowler, minus one ten, Just better like a matchup. Love it. Um, I, have, I do not have access to a scoring prop yet. From what I've seen, it's probably going to hang around minus nine and a half. I don't know if I want to touch that because I think the weather might get a little better over the weekend and they might get a little bit of rain softened up. What I do like is hopefully when this drops, I think the uh, missed cut prop is going to get set at plus four and a half. So that's 144 and a half. Love the over, especially with if this is the forecast they have. Uh, I think these guys are going to punch the face right off the jump. I think the golf course is going to play firm. I think these guys are going to miss a lot of greens. I, I, I think it's going to be over plus four and a half for the cut. And then the only other one that I bet is no hole in one this year at minus 120. Three of the par threes are over 200 yards. The other one is 173, but that plays from an east to west direction. And the winds look like the winds look like it's going to be from the south and the north all week. So that's going to be a crosswind. That's going to be a tricky hole there. Um, that's the only one. The 173-yard par three is probably the only one where they could do it, but the winds are going to make it tough. It's also a really tiny green as well. So I'm going to take no on that minus 120. Love it. Cap, that was...
1: Cap, what was the? You had over four and a half for the cut, no hole yep. in one, and what was your? Oh, Ricky
0: Fowler. Fowler, Ricky Fowler. Fowler, Fowler. Fowler
1: minus one. Yeah, yeah, minus, minus, 110.
0: 110. minus 110. I'm
1: the yep. one ten. Minus one ten. I'm looking there. I like that one.
0: Yeah. All right. That, that's a good one. Uh, so I I don't have. Uh, so I I'll wait for I'll I'll, I'll hand for the miscut cut prop as well, uh, or the cut line rather, and then. Uh, Steve we, we always do the over over whatever the score is as long Shh, as I don't, don't know. say anything It's fine it's fine we we'll fine. we we'll tell Pamela off um and, all right so the only two props i have one's basically a fucking head to head matchup it's top fsu player burger i'm getting plus money over fucking brooks Give me plus one ten burger over Brooks <laughs> all fucking day. Wait, uh, so ho- hold on, because I've seen matchups of like, like yeah, or minus one twenty. Yeah, it's just, it's just like finding a bad price. You know what I mean? Like like I when I saw it, I, I bet it immediately. I was like, because I I was I did my matchups first, then I went to go look the stuff, and I was like, oh well, I'm just gonna fucking take this. Um, so I took wow, that. Okay. I, 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 those are the only two after players in the field. So burger over Brooks, basically a matchup plus one ten. Let's fucking go. Top Canuck. Or Canadian. Uh, (laughs) the the, um, uh, Connors, minus 110 over Hadwin and Hughes. I don't care. Like I'm betting that all day, every day. Don't give a shit. Hadwin's everybody's favorite sleeper at 6300 on DFS. I don't care. Mackenzie Hughes can kick rocks. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) It's it's Connors, minus 110. All day. Okay. All right. Why don't we take one more break and we'll do one and done picks and uh, close it out. All right, sounds good. Listen, did you guys know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without the added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, history will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Putin, even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. And you can use it on unlimited devices, even your fire stick whether I'm at home or in public I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish and they're offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee it's just like getting 9 months for free and it's super easy to use all you gotta do is tap a button and you're protected you won't even know what's on so stop sharing with the world everything you stream everything you search for, everything you buy take your privacy back with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot that's IPVanish.com slash SGP use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings that's IPVanish.com slash SGP
2: okay Yes. One and done picks. Pamela, who's your one and done pick this week?
1: I have two pools that I'm in. So based off of who I have available, I'm going to go with Rory McRoy and Hideki Matsuyama. Um, I would love to use Sheffler. I've already used him, and he's crushed it both times. Um, so mm. my backup, I, I don't know if I trust Spieth <laughs> like everybody else does, um, but I think I can trust Hideki. I know I talked about the distance being a problem, um, but I don't know. I'm going with Ch- – like I'm changing my mind. I'm changing uh, my mind. I, I am going I'm going to Jordan Speeth and Rory. I love it. Wow. I'm I love fly. it.
0: Love it. Okay. All right. Capper, what about you? Uh, so I got Decky in one. I don't know what I'm going to do with the other. I can't remember who I have left. And I'm, I was too busy to figure out <laughs> everything else out. So it'll probably be. So I don't think I've used. I can't figure out. I would have used Cantlay yet. So I'll probably. I might just go double Cantlay or I'll go Cantlay Decky, one or the other. And this is all, all right. just breadcrumbs for Tommy. But who knows what I'm going to do, Tommy? Who knows? Okay.
2: Well, unfortunately, a lot of the guys have been outright. I've already used them one and done. I've already used Rory, used Xander, used Hideki. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to go with a guy I don't have an outright on, but I think he's going to do really well this week. Give me Will Zalatoris. Oh, I like I it. I real- it. I think he's going to show real. I think he's going to get a top five finish this week. Maybe contend for the win. Maybe he gets lucky on Sunday. Let's go, Willie Z. Love it.
1: Willie Z. All right.
2: All right, Pamela, Pamela you got it. You got any uh, anything to plug before we get you out of here?
1: No, you can follow everything that I do on the Yahoo Sportsbook. You can follow me on Twitter, Pamela M thirty five. If you're into bodybuilding stuff, I do. <laughs> I post all of my heavy lifts on Instagram at footballfit thirty five. I just did uh, the new PR that I had was I'm doing two reps of pull ups at uh, holding a forty five pound weight. So if you like to see that stuff, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs>
0: You, you, you can cuss here. I don't know if you've listened to me talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. I was sure. Once I said Yahoo, I was like, it got conservative there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, there you go. Steve, got anything else, baby?
2: No, that's it. Um, that's, us, that's it for our, uh, the Golf Gambling Podcast for this week. We're going to appear on Sports Gambling Podcast tonight, very late. Uh, so you can check us out on that for uh, some more picks and shenanigans. So, yeah, I'm ready to uh, kick this tournament off. Did we
0: talk about the fucking giveaway? I don't think we did. God damn it. All right, so so we're giving away a white-hot Odyssey putter. All you guys are going to have to do (laughs) is fucking rate and review the show. Leave your Twitter handle or your email, if you don't have Twitter, in the review. We're going to do a random pull. Whoever we pull gets the white-hot Odyssey putter, just like we did. It's a little simpler for you guys than the the stealth driver we gave away at the Masters, okay? We don't want to make it too difficult to leave a review and (laughs) post stuff to a different website. So please... Go do that shit. Go follow Pamela. And listen, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll go on Twitter and I will randomly bet some of the stuff that she just puts out. And I bet it. Sometimes I have to go back and forth three or four times because I don't remember the name because there's too many vowels in the name. Uh, But go follow that. Uh, And listen, sometimes you just randomly cash on shit you don't know about on a Thursday. It's great. Um, Other than that, you know where to find me, uh, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. Uh, go find Steve in the Slack channel. Uh, my picks article will be coming out tomorrow because uh, I'm a bad employee and I don't pay attention to deadlines. And uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, I mean, that's it. Let's go break them fucking books.